Well, we'll get we can get a thirty two gig card. Or do something. you like? Do you have a few and then you clear them out, or like how often do you? I have three different okay. SD cards, and I kind of. You don't have a big library of SD cards that you thumb through <laughs> thoughtfully. It's a little, yeah. little, a little Rolodex. Like a little fan. Yeah. yeah. Ah, spring of 2017. <laughs> out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed. Call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs. Or Dundamip, then the people versus paper people. Dundamip, then the people versus paper people. Dundamip, then the people versus paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host, an attorney who specializes in free speech issues, motorcycle head injuries, workers' comp, and diet pill lawsuits, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James, regional manager. (laughs) And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Wow, that is really hard. You really think you can go all day long? Well, you always left me satisfied and smiling, so... That's what she said! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week, uh, we're just talking about that's what she said. Yeah, this week we wanted to take it in a slightly different direction, right? A really easy way to approach The Office is by thinking about uh, just kind of recapping what happened in a character, a season, an arc, uh, you know, the finale or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And... We wanted to go at it from slightly different directions. This is one that I kind of came up with because I think that's what she said is one of the most iconic and emblematic sort of jokes in the whole show. And I think it's one that has kind of endured as a symbol of The Office. So, And it's something that goes through all nine seasons. And I just uh, I think it's really it's like an interesting through line through the whole. Right. It's it's like a very specific thing that allows us to talk about the show in a more macro um, perspective than just focusing on an episode or. I feel like every about every ten episodes or so we do a weird one. Like you, we're doing like you said. Like we did Creed last week. We do episodes. We'll do a season. But this is like mm-hmm. we did the comedy night done right. That's one. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. About Thursday night, like back in the day. Yeah. Next week, all Christian Slater. That's all we're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did a saber one. Yeah. Um, I in order to to prepare for this episode, I did uh, I. Did a little bit of research. I read an article on uh, The Atlantic uh, by Daniel A. Gross. That's what she said. The rise and fall of the 2000s best bad joke. Okay, so this is a pretty, mm. this is a pretty good um, little article. But uh, I loved this quote. Um, That's what she said actually deserves our thanks. It was a formulaic gag, but it showed us that the most mundane moments still have the potential to shock and surprise. And this is pretty much what sitcoms are for, which I thought was a great yeah. uh, 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 point that mm-hmm. um, kind of the existence of the joke is almost a metaphor for for the entire show. It's a really mundane, boring office um, that still is able to shock and surprise you and make you laugh. Uh, just like that's what she said is pointing out some ordinary sentence um, could be a sexual innuendo. It's sort of code, especially for Michael. Michael is the most frequent user of the joke, but he uses it to kind of communicate that he's not taking whatever it is seriously, right? 
And if you watch, there, there's a video on YouTube of every That's What She Said Ever, which is quite a lot of them. I think there are a couple <laughs> yeah. that are missing, but you know, it's just a collection of Michael not realizing what's at stake in this particular moment. Like, whether or not it's a really serious moment at the office or or uh, with Holly, right? Mm-hmm. Or there are even moments where one of the first ones I think that he says, like he, when, when he when he says that's what she said, it just is code for I'm not taking this seriously. And right. sometimes it doesn't even make sense. Right. Mm. There's one where Dwight is just eating grapes. <laughs> eating grapes. And he says, that's what she said. Grapes, grapes. Seductive. <laughs> Nailed the joke. I, I get it there eventually. Right? <laughs> so it's just code for that throughout the whole yeah. show. Yeah. Right. I, I have a completely different take on it. Oh yeah, I, oh, yeah. give it to me. Yeah. I I don't think it. I don't think it's a signal that Michael is taking something seriously. I think it is a. It's just a biological reflex he's built into his being because he does it sometimes. Like in the deposition, he's like, "Well, I have to say it. It's there's a, there's an opening for me to say it. I have to say mm-hmm. it." And he says it in a way that's like, "Yeah, that's what she said." And he keeps going. Yeah. And he does that a few times where he's just like. He'll say it even in really intense Come moments again? sometimes. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. And Can I, we go back to where this digression began? And you were under her the whole time, Mr. Scott. That's what she said. I, I think it's just something in his DNA he can't help but do because it's one of the only jokes that he staked out as his corner. Mm-hmm. Because he tries other things sometimes, or like uh, uh, Jim does the up dog joke mm-hmm. to Michael, mm-hmm. and you, the way he reacts is that. That's brilliant. It's a new thing yeah. that he his can eyes use. are are washed. He's like, wow, that, that's brilliant. And he tries it, you know, tries it on everyone. Uh-huh. Uh, and I can only assume that that's what she said is probably something I'm guessing Packer said a long time oh, ago. You know yeah. it. You know it. That uh, I was gonna say this later on, maybe, but that that opening that you just played. There's yeah. a there's a part where it cuts to Packer and he's nodding. Just he gives him, him a nod. look. There's just yeah. a, there's a glean in his eye, like he's like, go on, son. He's Say like, it. You, you, know, you know what to do right now. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's just something he's so embedded in his DNA. It's a ref, it's a reflex for him. It's oh, a sure. Reflex. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the history of that's what she said. Oh, okay? that's right. Um, going not back, on the show. Just going back hundreds of years. Um, Perhaps hundreds of thousands of years. The British phrase said the actress to the bishop. Mm-hmm. Oh. It, uh, I'm reading this straight off of Wikipedia, is a colloquial and vulgar British ex- exclamation offering humor by serving as a punchline that exposes an unintended double entendre. And a, an equivalent phrase in North America is, that's what she said. So you, what, emphasize, <laughs> you have to emphasize the she. <laughs> what, 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 I, what I'm hearing is there's no evidence that this is hundreds of years old, this phrase. It is. <laughs> um, hold up. Said the actress to the bishop. Uh, I want to start saying that. Yeah, that's that's a fun one. They they do think it's over a hundred years old, but that's what she said was also used in a nineteen sixty nine sixty nine British play. <laughs> I can't believe nailed it. it. But I do like. Uh, but also uh, reading the history of that's what she said. Saturday Night Live used it a lot. Um, Chevy oh, okay. Chase used it on Weekend Update and. More famously, probably it was used in Wayne's World. Okay, which yeah was yeah. was oh. great to read yeah, that that's because true. Michael Scott quotes Wayne's World and and, and Chevy Chase and and loves Chevy, Chevy Chase, Chase all the time. Dwight, so you ignorant slut. Yep, right. Like that's a straight mm-hmm. you know take from from Saturday from Night Live. Saturday yeah. Night Live weekend update. Yeah. I, oh, okay. I certainly don't mean to imply that like the office wrote or came up with that's what she said. Yeah, no. yeah. But I definitely think it is, and I'm curious. It's I guess a catchphrase for the office. Yeah. I mean, you they guys took it in. 
as we were kind of prepping for this, how do you guys feel about me making that sort of claim that it's really, I think it's really associated to The Office more so than other things? Tina Fey already claimed that on yeah. 30 Rock. Somebody says that's what she said, and then Tina oh, Fey launches yeah, that's it. Right. Steve Carell owns that's what she said. Yeah. He mm-hmm. owns it. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, yeah, I think we can all agree I, with that. It, it's hard to argue just because yeah, okay. before The Office, before I watched it, I never heard it. And now I could say that to mo- like most, even a new acquaintance or someone you made at a party, what, like, you have, could say that and they would probably get it. Have you ever found yourself making the that's what she said joke in new company and it did not land? I don't think I, so. I guarantee I've done it. I feel like <laughs> I can't remember the specific time, but I have said that's what she said to somebody who I didn't really know that well and who was not an office fan, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. And I, it think... just, I just got a look that was just, oh, yes, that's right. Because it's hard to like um, remember sometimes that the joke really is that it's a bad joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's 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 throwing up a flare to see if they're an office fan. Oh yeah, really? It's totally right. inappropriate. I've said it a lot and just gotten groans or just like, yeah. oh, uh, you're a middle schooler. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah. no, no, it's vulgar. It's, you're like, usually, you don't like the office. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. Like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. sort of the follow up. You're kind of trying to flip. Like it's just like realizing that a string of words can be flipped for innuendo, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the whole premise of the joke. But it's a wink, wink. And I think that's what Michael is doing. And I think there's a. Like there's a there's a moment in the Survivor Man episode, I think when he comes back and he's wearing Dwight's Battlestar Galactica sweater and he's mm-hmm. talking to Jim, and he's like, "That's what she said." Yeah. And then Jim says, "Who who said that?" And he goes, "I don't know. I don't know who she is." <laughs> he, goes, he goes, "Sometimes I just say things like that to lighten the tension when things get hard." And Jim says, "That's what she said." And then they laugh <laughs> and together. And he's like, "Good, good. <laughs> nice moment." Yeah. That's right. It is. It is. I mean, that phrase is a conduit to some moments like that for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, not nece- I mean, not necessarily. That's what she said. But but Michael's when when people engage in Michael's sense of humor with him, uh, those are just some of the times I feel like you know he feels the most connected on the right. show. And you see that with Holly time and again. That's a great moment yeah. you brought up. I'm sure there's others. I can't think of one. Well, but. I feel like um, you know if we're gonna look at that's what she said throughout the entire show. It's like the way that the show starts out. Right is kind of Michael is always trying to have fun in the office and stuff like that. No one ever wants to. He's the only one who makes the that's what she said jokes in those seasons. Mm -hmm. And then as the show goes on and people kind of seem to get on board with Michael's whole feel like the office is a family perspective. They also begin to make the that's what she said jokes more. So it's almost like as you see that spread to other characters, that's kind of them giving into Michael Scott's um, you know, uh, view of the office. Does yeah. that make sense? I, I mean, like, I'm thinking of like, you know, uh, uh, when Kelly says, "Get out of my nook, Dwight," and <laughs> Pam is like, "That's what she said." Um, Pam like snaps who, to attention because she's like, "Oh, I should say it." <laughs> because we should also point out too that like Pam is the first victim of that's what she said um, when she tells Michael that her mom is coming today mm-hmm. and. Michael says that's what she said. (laughs) So a couple things really quick. I think the other moment where I think you're correct in that it's sort of like Michael sort of, uh, I was going to say inflect, but maybe it's infect the other (laughs) characters in the office with this kind of train of thought. Yeah. And there's a moment in the cocktails episode in season three where Jan is outside talking to the documentary crew, like out on the lawn at David Wallace's house. 
And you know, she's yeah. talking about the dating, and she goes, "Why is this so hard?" That's what she said. And she goes, "Oh my god, what am I saying?" Oh like, yes, yeah, so yeah. it really is. It's he, like he this, has this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's this thing that like spreads to people whether they want it or not. Right. The, and uh, I think the other thing too is like if we're gonna trace this a little bit throughout the show, which I think we should, it really begins. I'm really glad that you played that quote up top, Alex, because I think the sexual harassment episode number one kind of injects the show with that joke and like really stamps it. And then at the same time, it kind of talks about what those jokes are in the office and who Michael is trying to be in the office. Cause yeah. you know, that he says, that's what she said, you know, to Jim and to Pam. And then, you know, he, Michael gets set up by Jim to say that, you know, mm-hmm. in front of Jan and the corporate lawyer or whatever, and he blows the kiss. Right. <laughs> I love that. He blows the kiss to his uh, yeah. boring fan. <laughs> But then, yeah. But then you think when, but and that's and that's the eighth episode of the show, right? It's season yeah, two. It yeah. feels like it's a little further along, but it's really early no, in the show. It's, it's our early. introduction to Todd Packer, right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this too. Do you think Dave Keckner has struggled to get work because he's his his like most iconic roles are Todd Packer, yeah, and the, uh, the weatherman and, from and Champ <laughs> Kind from Anchorman, yeah. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I don't know if that's really true, yeah. but. Um, it, no, yeah, it is. I mean, that's yeah. who I think of first. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the first word. Whenever I look at his face, that jumps into my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just a character who just Where's says and does horrible things. Yeah, sniffing some dude's thong. Probably, probably. Uh, that's a good drop. But then, just, just a probably, <laughs> probably. But then later uh, in the injury in season two. Uh, oh no! In the in the I'm I'm trying to come up with them off the top of my head, but in the Christmas episode. Kevin says when they get that huge tree that doesn't fit me, why did you yeah. get yeah. it so big? That's what she said. Yeah. Right? Uh, there's a list on Dunderpedia. I'm sure. I, every I'm, every time it said who said it to whom, what episode. But there's another moment I think of in the injury when Dwight is about to get his MRI, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> the the doctor's like, is the skin, skin red or swollen? And Dwight's like, that's what she said. Like, into the camera. And yeah. the doctor laughs. Yeah. Like, that's another really funny thing. It's not yeah. just Michael's yeah, pissed. Yeah, yeah, he's pissed. It's yeah. not just he's other characters using it. It's that other characters will react to it when Michael is in the room and he's not yeah. the one who made the joke. Right. I love that. Yeah. Like when David Wallace laughs when Dwight says it. Like yeah, uh, <laughs> in the right. Golden Ticket episode. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Two times Dwight stole it. From he says. Michael. He says. David Wallace goes. This is going to be huge. And Dwight's like, "That's what she said." And he's like. <laughs> It is like, much yeah. funnier coming from Dwight. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot it's funnier. It's a lot funnier yeah. coming like from Like someone Dwight. more serious like that. Someone who takes everything so, so yes. seriously. Yeah. And I think, too, like in the sexual harassment episode, to kind of go back to that, right, mm-hmm. what we see is them trying to deal with, or Michael trying to deal with the fact that he can't just kind of say whatever the hell he wants, right? Mm-hmm. There's uh, that, like, it's kind, of the, it's kind of buried in there, but Randall, who I think is another branch manager, is fired mm-hmm. because yeah. of sexual harassment, right? And Todd right, Packer's right. trying to tell the story, right? And Michael's trying to kind of police it, you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, and he's like, what did I say about the bleep button, right? right? Yeah, when Packer yeah. is, is, is telling the story right. and kind of swearing. And then uh, at the end, um, after they go through all of this, you know, Michael is worried about losing his email forwards, right? Which, mm-hmm. And like... Which man, talk about sign of the times! Like <laughs> something that is totally stamped. That like, is gone now. Yeah, chain letter, email yeah, chain. When everyone had stuff. a hotmail account, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but and then and then later on, when Packer is telling more jokes, and Michael has to try to censor him out, you know, and Phyllis gives a look to Michael, like, "Are you gonna let this happen?" Right. And, right. And, my, and Michael misfight. He shoots and then has to adjust at the end. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that crosses the line. Yeah. And Packer says, excuse me. Yeah. And he goes, Kevin, you went over the line. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> all that all that Kevin does is uh, 
Packer goes, they're, they're, they were all hot at this Nymphomaniac convention. He goes, except for this one who looked kind of like, and he points to Phyllis. And Kevin and goes, Kevin says, Phyllis? <laughs> so Michael's like, no, that crosses the line, Kevin. Yeah. He goes, go to your corner. He's yeah. like, where my desk is? <laughs> <laughs> then, of course, he uh, doubles down and uh, makes it more inappropriate. By saying the, the only, only thing I'm worried does. about? Getting a boner. boner. Right. So anyway, and then and then he wraps up the whole episode with... Uh, He's like, you know, at a certain point, he's like, I got to be responsible. At a certain point, your dad can't take a bath with the kids. He's like, so as much as I like to take a bath with Pam, I, it wouldn't be appropriate. And then it cuts to Pam. He goes, she goes, he said, what? <laughs> like, that's the and that's the stamp on that episode. Yeah. So it almost kind of sets the tone that the show is, like, going to have these jokes, but everyone in the office is going to feel a certain way about them, right? Mm-hmm. And that, like, some people will find them funny, like Kevin or Dwight or whomever, right? But- other people like Angela, for example, is going to be kind of mortified by it's, them. Oh, know? yeah. I mean, it is like the identifier that he is an inappropriate boss. Yeah. Kind of. His use of that joke is sometimes the perfect example of him being inappropriate. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like you it's just harmless took a totally innocent situation and made it vulgar. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I imagine that as the writers of the show had to be like so careful when adding that joke into the scripts because you can't overuse it, but it is a kind of recurring, like you want to hit the bell again. Right. But you need time and space and like you need people to forget right. that it's out there. You yeah. Know? Well, It'd be I, easy. I'm glad you brought that up because I was just looking through the whole where they list every single one, mm-hmm. you know, and like there is season two, season three. Actually, there's a lot in season three, actually. Yeah. But it starts to taper down as time, actually in season four too, but it starts to taper down then. Uh, after season three and four and then there's like and I'm, i mean we can get to the finale later but there's a huge like it's used in episode 22 season seven goodbye michael and then it's just dropped once by creed in season nine mm. at some point okay. and then not again to the finale not again so he shows the up. writers it's, okay i'm looking at your i'm looking at your phone right now the episode is called here comes treble it's Clark, and he says, I can't believe you guys are making this magic with your mouths. Because, like, the Here Comes Treble guys right, are there, and right. Clark, They're is, sucking up to Clark Andy. is, like, pretending to yeah. love whatever Andy loves. And yeah. then Creed says it. That's yeah. what she said. I think yeah. he just mouths it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And so, it, like, and then it's it's not used again until the finale. So, and to your point. it's the only thing that Steve Carell says in the whole finale. I mean, right? well, it's Besides, the first thing he says. His other lines. It's like all your kids grew up and got married. Yeah. But like, he it's every parent's dream. Yeah. Uh, I, I, th- I think that kind of encapsulates your point, Edwin, that, that like the, the writers knew they have this, they have this card they can play. And when Michael leaves the show, they're like, no one's using that. We're, it's, we're done with that joke. And then they save it for like Michael's one biggest moment he has when he comes back and everyone's like Steve Car- Steve Carell in the Valley they're just waiting for him to show up and when he does that's his line and it's it's it encapsulates everything about him it's like let's mm-hmm. give him one line here it has to be that I think too, I'm thinking I just thought of this now but you, so let, I, I, let's assume right and I think with there's good reason to make this assumption that the writers were like all right now that Steve Carell is off the show no one's going to say that's what she said really you know it's not going to be that kind of a thing right he it's mm-hmm. his catchphrase so to speak right mm-hmm. and it's only it's only really deployed in a funny way when he's like not in the room or when he's in the room to know that he's the one who didn't make it yeah right um but in the first episode of season 8 which is the list um there's a moment where Stanley does he's like He's like, turn around, organize them all, and then yeah. shove, it, shove it up your butt. Yeah, right? And they right, all laugh. Right. And, and Stanley's like, yeah, I started saying, he's like, I just started to say a long list of things, and then I say, and shove it up your butt. 
He goes, it's stupid, but it's my thing now. Right. Right. And they only use it like twice right, in the right, season. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, it is funny that it's sort of like it's, it's that same sort of space, you well, know? It's like it is like that's what she said, because, again, it's not a good joke. No, not it's at all. Not, it's not even that funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of more funny that. What is funny is that you caught a time to say it, mm-hmm. right? So I guess, you know, it's the same thing with Stanley. <laughs> and, the, and the only times he says it, yeah. like, there's a moment where Jim is like, thanks, Stanley, I think we all needed a laugh right there. Yeah. Like, there's like, and they like, they appreciate the relief of tension from Stanley, <laughs> of all people. Yeah, you know? right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when you first heard that's what she said, did you get it? Not really. I can't, I, I, I'm sure that I did not get the joke. Pro- when I, I first heard it. I think probably. And the only reason I say probably is because I started watching The Office as it aired in season two. Mm-hmm. And uh, in it's a, which means I would have seen it during the sexual harassment episode. Mm-hmm. And I would have been like fully engaged. Like that was, you know, that was in the time when it was yeah. like, I want to watch The Office and I know it's only on Tuesdays at 830 or whatever. Yeah. And so like I got to pay attention right now, you know. Yeah. So I'm sure it, because they, they drill it into your head a little bit. Right. With, with the re- repetition, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I, probably. I guess that's true. I yeah. guess that's true. The sexual, like, I, I probably didn't get it the first time I heard it on sexual harassment, but they kind of teach you what, mm-hmm. <laughs> what the joke is by the time it's over. Also, you guys knew me in high school. I used to say it all the time. <laughs> 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 not, uh, not. <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah. After, I mean, we still say it to this yeah, day. Believe, yeah, believe yeah. it or not, when I was seventeen and obsessed with the office yeah. of high school, I, used, I said that's what she said a lot. Yeah, I don't believe it. That's kind of a good transition though, because like. If we we do still say it today, and a lot of people I know watch The Office. They all still say it today mm-hmm. when it comes up, and mm-hmm. it is it is a if someone says it, you have to give them like a cursory like. Uh, I good feel one. like I feel like it's, it's if someone's gonna say it today, it's they are directly they're directly referencing The Office. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like kind of like to your point, Edwin. Like you know, yes, the 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 phrase is older than The Office, but if if anyone's gonna use it today, like I mean, it's. Unless you're like a like a really old dad who loves bad dad jokes and you've never seen <laughs> the I office, <laughs> and I think we only said it on this show within our conversations like a couple episodes for the first time. You right. Know? I feel like uh, we would say it to each other, but only like only randomly, or mm-hmm. it's it's a lot less uh, looking for the moment to say it, you know, kind of thing. I think uh, I didn't read the article that you that you referenced, but I do think it's. It's uh, it's correct to say that it kind of it's it's not really in fashion. No, <laughs> like it's not a joke that no. you make now, right? Like, has it aged years. well? That's a good uh, question. I, I mean, was going to, yeah. You know, um, this was also from the the Wikipedia. Uh, Matthew R. Meyer of Westchester University of Pennsylvania, and Christopher A. Majeski of University <laughs> of Findlay. <laughs> I've argued that such offhand common remarks such as that's what she said, jokes are deeply entrenched in modern society and contribute to humorizing and legitimizing sexual misconduct, Mm -hmm. which is probably Jan's concern during sexual harassment and Toby's, rightfully so. But um, it's still funny. I think (laughs) it's still funny when Michael says it. There's this one is of, when we really need a female co-host. Yeah, I know, I know. That's the, who wants to hear us right, talk about exactly. that. But that is what I do mean, though. I mean, is that I is can't the imagine joke. anyone comes to us for gender issues. <laughs> if you are, yeah. I'm sorry. There's a lot of there's much better. Took things. a wrong turn back at the search 
<laughs> in the search bar. Um, it is his it is his misuse of power mm-hmm. that is the joke. There's that he can stand in front of the office right. and say it, yeah. and everyone just has to sit there and hear, no matter how awful. The joke. There's one other joke that is similar to this that Michael says, I think, twice in the show. And the first one is there. it's safety training in season three. And they're like, all right, now we're going to talk about the Baylor. And Michael turns to, to Lonnie and he goes, Baylor, I hardly know her. And Lon- attention, Michael. Yeah, exactly, right? That's the whole thing. Like, they're about to talk about this very serious topic, yeah. and that's what Michael says. And then yeah. later, the other time that it's used again is in New Boss in season five when um, Pam calls and she said, Michael, the, uh, the new boss is for you on line one. Uh, Charles Minor, and he goes, Minor, I hardly know her. And then Pam is like, <laughs> like waits, and he's yeah. like, all right, I'll transfer you now, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's a similar yep. kind of thing where you're just latching onto the ER sound. Yep. You know? Um, the other, this is that joke, but the other time I feel like Michael really stoops low is at Hooters with Jim, and he's like, can I oh. get oh, chicken yeah. breasts? And he's like, hold the chicken? And, I and, mean, and Jim sees it coming, and he's just like, I, you can't awful. do yeah. that, man. Like, Again. what are you doing? We're out in public. And she says, is that really what you want? He says, no, I'll have the gourmet hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great, really good trivia question is what is um, what does Michael actually order at Hooters? Yeah, I feel gourmet like that particular part is sort of like, you know, we get so desensitized to that's what she said as the show goes on. But that's kind of a reminder that like, oh, yeah, these jokes aren't funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, that, or, that, yeah. or that like... Um, I mean, I think I think they can be funny, right? But like when Michael deploys them, right? It's just like to the everyone in the well, and, and Pam. You know, think about what Pam says in the sexual harassment episode, where mm-hmm. she says, um, she says something like, "Normally, this is the day for sexual harassment training, where, but normally this is the day when everyone harasses me as a joke." You know, yeah, that's and, a, yeah, which is like a really like horrible. It's a really, especially now, like in our current sort of time, we 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 know better, or at least you know we'd hope so, but mm-hmm. like. That's pretty tragic to hear as just like a throwaway line in a sitcom, you know, yeah. from not that long ago. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that that's why it, that's such a great episode. It's a real it's a real issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, it's, you know, Michael's abuse of power and stupidity like is um, just kind of is he's also serving as like a parody to people who are actually like that. Yeah. Right. Men who actually run yeah. their office like that. I mean, yeah, he's it, it, like it makes for great comedic situations in a way that we sh- we like make fun of Michael for mm-hmm. being an idiot. I mm-hmm. mean, that should not be lost on this is Michael right, is exactly. an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. I think it's I mean, it, he doesn't represent a good way, a good way to have conduct with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, is he some kind of secret genius? <laughs> sometimes sometimes I say crazy things. Um, I did catch too that uh, that they did use this joke in the British office. Um, oh, really? Ricky Gervais did use said the actress to the bishop. Oh, so I'm... it's like we don't catch it. Uh, I've never caught that before because um, I had no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> I would have never. I mean, talk about not getting the joke. I would have never caught mm-hmm. that that was even a joke. Yeah. Um. Uh, what's your favorite? That's what she said. Hmm. I gotta look at the list here. That's a really good question. My, I know mine. Mine is. Um, I'm pretty sure it's from Product Recall, and it's when Michael is. Oh, it's yeah. Crime Man Squad F and C <laughs> Double Time, and uh, I 
don't off the top of my head now i don't know exactly what he says to kick it off but then he goes that's what she said no time but she did no time (laughs) that's i need two men on this (laughs) i screamed into the mic there i don't know the the one in uh the return comes to mind when michael walks in with his prepared list Mm -hmm. he's like can you get it straighter that's what she said. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. And then like Pam takes the list, and then like, uh, she, can you put yeah. your? Can, do you, should you use your mouth for that? Yeah. She's like, how would you even use that naturally? Blowing use, up balloons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't there? There's. Is aren't there outtakes from that? Where, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I like the stenographer's one. It's just yeah, funny that was another great one. to hear it read back so clinically. Mm-hmm. You what know, is it? it's well, in the this, deposition. In, in the deposition. Four. Oh yeah, that's a great. It's just like that's and 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 they. Start example of people not getting the joke. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the other. That's like the other side of the sexual harassment episode where they're like, "Come again?" That's what she said. Yeah, like let's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like like let's take this <laughs> phrase and run it through like a legal system and see what happens. So they play with it a lot. Uh, the other one, my really favorite one, is uh, of course in beach games. He's like, "Just dip it in the water, so it'll slide down your gullet better." Oh yeah, and yeah. everyone says it to yeah. Michael. Yeah. And he he kind of dismisses it like it's kind of this moment that should fill him with joy. But yeah, he's, but he's, so... he's so concerned with like people actually competing to find out the new manager. Right. So he's distracted. Yeah. But that should be a really heartwarming moment for him. He's like, oh, like everyone <laughs> yeah. did my thing. Right. <laughs> Crymade, when he, he he's like, what is this? He bangs the gavel. Phyllis is like, that's the Squeaks. only one I could get on short notice. Squeaks when you bang it. That's what she said. <laughs> he, says it to him, yeah. he says it to himself, yeah. Yeah. which is why I love it so much. But. All right, so I think to unless you have some others you want to you want to rattle one up. more one more Go I ahead. just I was just gonna say that I do appreciate the times too when people say it without saying it I think yeah um, in the uh, What's the one where Michael and Dwight go to the conference and Jim is there with I think it's called the conference or um, re- sales convention sales convention, Conven- the convention. The convention. yeah that the sounds convention. right. Um, Why do they call him the bus? Because he doesn't like to fly. I think I think Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's like trying to impress Jan. He gives his entire per diem as a tip to like oh, the yeah. bus boy. Hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to buy a sweater with that, but um... no, that's uh, <laughs> that's the business trip episode. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. You're but, right. But yeah, per diem. I yeah. will use different money for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then uh, I think he tra- he's trying to impress Jan, and she says something that that uh, he's about to say it, and then he just kind of gives a look to the camera and doesn't <laughs> do it. You know, there's does uh, he do that with Holly too? There's one yes, yes in in the does. weight loss episode. Yes, okay. he does. Uh, J- Dwight runs up and he says, "All right, everyone, take one more bite of Eclair each. Hold it in your mouth if you can't swallow." <laughs> yep. And then Jim looks at Michael and he goes, "Really?" And Michael doesn't do anything. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a moment in the Casino Night episode I want to say where somebody says something and it pans to, it pans to Jim and he just mouths it as Michael like as Michael yeah. is saying it in yes. time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's a. Uh, uh, sometimes Michael uses it as a exclamation point or as, as a way to determine that he's won the argument or to finish talking. Uh, right. Most Game. notably oh, in viewing Scott. party. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael, you're making this harder than it has to be. And he, he the way it kind of explodes yeah. like, that's, that's what, what she said. It's <laughs> yeah. like, a, come on. Yeah. He, he does it in dinner party as well. I think so. Yeah. yeah. When Jan goes, well, he's like, I'll be your first customer, babe. And she goes, well, you'd hardly, hardly be, be my, my first. first. That's what she said. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Or and as a button, not because I feel like we're really we're 
emptying the list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. but yeah. Might as well. when uh, when in the Goodbye Michael episode, when mm-hmm. he when he is at the airport and he takes the mic pack off his chest and he goes, "It's gonna feel so good getting this off my chest," and then he hands it over, and then you just see him say it without. You know, you just uh, see him mouth it because there's audio isn't there to pick him up. Anymore. You know what? I have never realized that that's what he's saying. Oh, yeah. I just thought he was. I just yeah. thought, oh, he just said something else. We don't know what oh, no, it that's, is. That's, that's hysterical. It's got to be. Yeah, that's amazing. I've never caught that before. I love that. So a couple things I wanted to kind of take yeah. this to another place. Yeah. So uh, Steve Carell has been on the record of saying that he doesn't want to reboot The Office. Right. He doesn't think it would work today in today's yeah. climate. Right. And short of going into that question. Right. Um so there is NBC's new streaming service is launching later this fall, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I don't know Peacock. if you guys know it's called Peacock. Yeah, is the, oh, okay. the name of the streaming service. Bold okay. choice. And like this last week, I think the woman who is some, some higher up at NBC was quoted as saying, like, mm-hmm. I absolutely want to do a reboot of The Office. Like, that's totally a goal that I have. This is a backdoor crime and squad we're doing. Yeah. So mm. again, so I'm just uh, just saying, I mean, this just kind of continues. Our, I, didn't, I didn't think it was worth bringing up as its own little let's talk about this because we talked about a reunion or a reboot yeah. a couple weeks ago. But let's say, like, assuming there is going to be a reboot at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you think, like, is do you want that's what she said to be a part of it? Mm, they'd have to no. I kind of feel like they'd have to but <laughs> what I, a perfect combination <laughs> well well this is the the, the reboot can't chase what pr- it was it has to be something new that's true I mean the, you do it the, once the problem know. is is that when they started doing the that's what she said jokes Michael was the, the cringe worthy um, bad boss mm-hmm. and then he became more lovable over time and that's what she said just became his catchphrase. And if anyone else used it, it was a nod to Michael mm-hmm. Scott. And it was like, a, you know, I'm in the Michael Scott camp or, or you know. Team Michael. Exactly. So it has, um, you know, maybe to the to that point I was reading earlier that it's kind of like desensitized people to, mm-hmm. it, you know, the harm that that inappropriate jokes like that do, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yes, I would say, yeah, it's, it, it, it might not be so they, great for him to do it now, but like they could wink, they could wink at the audience once or something like mm-hmm. they could do it uh, gently. I don't, but this is assuming there even is a reboot, right? Which means it all comes assuming, down to who's assuming there what. is assuming there is right. I think that I would want it, in one, like the way that you would do it is, let's say this. I mean, you know, again, hypothetically, right? Let's say this show gets thirteen episodes, right? Sure. First mm-hmm. season, right? I think you can do it once near the end of the first season in an unexpected way, because you have to acknowledge that you are taking on the office or that you right. are rebooting mm-hmm. the office, right? Right. I think you can't, like, it can't be in the pilot because that would feel kind of hacky, you know? Yep. Um Like, it, but it, it's almost like if you're a comedian on stage. And you're following like another comedian, like you want the like, and, and, and let's say something dramatic happened, they have to acknowledge that that happened. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like part of you know, like being in the audience and knowing this this viewership is so carried over from the office. At some point, you gotta like, and you can obviously I, you can allude to the first office in some sort of way, but yeah, I would like to see it like once for the sake of you could do yeah. something like Dwight being like that's, and then Michael gives him a look like no, that's mm-hmm. not. That's not cool. That's not what she said. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, it would all come down to who, how they. Yeah, how they weave it. I think it would. Like I think it would have cast, to be. You know? Yeah, they'd have to be clever in their way of of using it. Yeah, they don't even have to say it. Like they could, there could come a time where the viewers who are used to watching The Office would know Michael would say it there. Mm-hmm. All Dwight would have to do is look at the camera. Like right. they wouldn't even have to say it. They yeah, could just pay attention. Like call. I mean, it's it's and you know like, it's still fun because the joke is also kind of like you know um having fun with with language right i mean it's 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 um right that is the you know joke, finding yeah. the double entendre is mm-hmm. what is the fun part about it mm-hmm. that you found one that you caught one um and uh caught it in the moment you mm-hmm. know what i mean but but uh but yeah at the same time it's not appropriate in uh the workplace <laughs> right I mean, I think I think what we've kind of illuminated here is that, like, we know, like, g- looking back at the show, we know what the show is, and I think I I love that joke as a part of the show, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not something that I'm clamoring to see in sitcoms now, or right. like, to, or like that I want people in my day to day life to use a lot outside of a reference to The Office, you know, mm-hmm. um, just because I, I like to think, you know, we've evolved a little bit, right? Like that's yeah, it's just a different, it's a different time and place, yeah. <sighs> You know, I really wish we could have had Robert California just do one. I'd like to see how he would deliver that. <laughs> That's what she said. Isn't it? Isn't it, Michael? I, I saw That's an I, apt I, that's an apt analogy, Robert. Apt. Very apt. I saw ours is a cultural ghetto, wouldn't you agree? There was some like meme where it's like, you know, I, I my Robert California wasn't the boss Michael was, but man, I wish I could have seen them have a conversation. Yeah, Can you imagine yeah. the yeah. two of them? Mm-hmm. Like imagine how Michael was with Charles Minor, but like yeah, make Charles Joe. Minor Robert California. It would be amazing. Mm. Just to, what would they even say? I don't know. Anyway, I'm thinking of the moment where Andy is knocking on the door and he's like, pop, 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 and Robert's like, God, <laughs> yeah, for the yeah, love of God, Andy, just come in. Yeah. Like, yeah. Michael would give him such a headache so uh, fast. Andrew, what do we have to do to get rid of you? Send Aaron back to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, so closing and, on Robert and, California. Any yeah. closing uh, closing closing points on on that's what she said? No, I think we hit it. I, I mean, think we got is, it all. Yeah, yeah. I, I the only other thing I want to ask you guys was is is there any other comparable phrase or oh, joke yes. from I, another I sitcom? This, yes. Like yada yada yada. Yada 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 was the one that I thought of. Mm. Um, the other one is treat yourself. Oh and, yeah, nice. And, yeah. I, and I'm thinking from less, and, and I'm thinking less of a joke that recurs throughout the series, and more that one that, like, when you hear it, you immediately like think a, of that show. Right, mm-hmm. right. I think yada 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 is the perfect example from Seinfeld, and, and you know what another one is uh, from Seinfeld, and it's funny. I just listened to this podcast. It was a repeat of an episode from a long time ago, but uh, it was uh, Jerry Seinfeld uh, doing a Q and A on uh, comedians and cars getting coffee, and he was talking about not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. Oh, and yeah. How it was like a way yeah. that for them to talk yeah. right about like being gay in the '90s without having to like it was a mm-hmm. uh, it was yeah. kind of out for them. Again, mm-hmm. another joke that I don't you could not do. Today, you can't do. You know? No, it's you know? a totally yeah. bad. But joke. very symptomatic. Like it was. I would of the time. I would know? argue that that joke in that show is is more harmful than that's what she said. I in would. The ag- office. I would definitely yeah. agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Because yeah. again, because Michael Scott's an idiot. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be anything like him. He is a bad example of how to mm-hmm. act mm-hmm. in the workplace and those guys on friends and stuff like that are supposed to be cool. Yeah. So another one not from a comedy, but uh Clear Eyes Full Hearts Can't Lose from Friday Night Lights. <laughs> okay. That's just another one like if you want to if you want to see if someone's a fan of Friday Night Lights, you can just say Clear Eyes and they'll finish it and you'll mm-hmm. do the cheer together. Mm-hmm. What about uh, this one? Pretty, pretty, oh, yeah, pretty good. That's, that's, that's a good one. one. That is a good one. <laughs> or, or, or looking at someone like, yeah, like yeah. he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's that's a good one. All right. Well, yeah. Hey, if you guys have ideas, or well, I'm sure we missed some other comedy yeah. phrases that from shows. Did I say the Thirty Rock Tina Fey thing? You did. Yeah, you did. Okay, good. Yeah. Man. Can't even remember what we just talked. Breathe about. easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Conference room. Five minutes. Right now. Right now. Conference room. Topic. Hopefully. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, okay. <laughs> so. On this show, we have done an episode about fan theories, but we've never talked about office <laughs> fan fiction. Oh, we have not. Which I took a little dive into, and I'm here to uh, kind of break down what I found for you guys. Um, so uh, I did find a fan fiction site. Done. Fanfiction.net has a big. <laughs> I was like, what will be the office? How yeah, I would have thought .gov. Yeah. Um, fanfiction.net has a off big uh, pool of office fanfiction. Thunderfliction. There is uh, a lot. Um, they are written like books, not like television. So it's not like a script. Sure. And it's not yeah. like. Usually, it's sometimes from char- certain characters' perspectives. It's always talking about what they're thinking about and stuff like that. Um, oh, I've read some fan fiction. Some of them are so long. Some of them are like over 85,000 words, like 42 <sighs> chapters. I'm guessing um, some are deeply sexual. Yeah. <laughs> we'll as, get as to as that. Some fan fiction is. Le- there are levels to the, to the sexual. Which is fantastic. <laughs> um, what, from what I read... It was mostly drama and ah. not not very funny. I was looking for things that were like, you know, f- funny things hard, to recount to, to you comedy. guys. But um, the most popular subject was Jim and Pam. Sure. Of course. And yeah, yeah. Um, different imaginings of like, you know, oh, like kind of here's what happened in that summer in between season three and four um, when they first started dating. There are ratings to these stories. From K to M. Okay. K for kindergarten to M for mature. Um, but even the mature ones, I was I, I didn't think were even that dirty. They were very wholesomely romantic. There was one that I found that was like, uh, you know, why Jim really likes Pam's glasses rated M. And I was like, oh, gosh. Oh, no. And then it just went on to be like, says that when she's not wearing her glasses, she's she's really she's always looking for jim and she's always looking for his face and he feels you know that very touching to him and then they and then they bang after that but <laughs> it's like, uh uh let's see um there was a lot of stories about roy is an abusive boyfriend to pam and jim oh. rescues her mm-hmm. from that relationship huh. Huh. Um, so, but anyways, after I'm like combing through all the top stories and they're all Jim and Pam, Jim and Pam, Jim and Pam, Jim and Pam, I realized we get it at the bottom of the page. There's like all these filters. So you can then pick Ah. characters. You can Mm. be like, there's like different slots for characters. We have a Phyllis Ryan. You, I didn't try that combination. Uh, that but that you was the most combo. weirdest combination that popped up my head. That is a weird. Character. That is an. Do they ever com- ha- have a one-on-one? I have moment. some interesting combinations okay. for you. Yeah, get, yeah, come on. Okay, yeah. so get into so it. so um, I did read some Dwight and Angela stories. Um, there was one called uh, Perfect and Schlag that was um a little bit smutty. <laughs> they they define these <laughs> as like fluff or smut. 
Okay, so Ugh. fluff is like Gross. a. Why do those have to be the only two <laughs> I'm categories? Just, guys, Ugh. I'm just I'm just breaking it down for you. Yeah. Um, my, Give me some Nate fanfic. Yeah. My Fluffy favorite, <laughs> my favorite one that I did read, and again, these were so long, so I kind of yeah. was just kind of jumping one. around and one. skimming them. <laughs> um, Let's do one of these. Yeah, we had to save Aaron, some for other episodes. <laughs> yeah. Aaron and Robert California. Oh boy. Oh after the no. Christmas, after the Christmas, the Christmas episode where uh-huh. he drives her home. Um, I will read you part of it. <laughs> uh, no, I won't. <laughs> That's a U-turn. You've been meatball. <laughs> <laughs> you yes, got I- us, man. Hold on. I. <clears throat> oh shit. Now I won't. Okay. Why don't, don't we put up it. some links to some great fan fiction I would, for I would, our listeners uh, to read? So, um, yeah, I, there was uh, Nelly and Daryl. Um, Nelly and Daryl. Um, I did read one, a little bit of one where Ke- Kelly finally realizes that Ryan will never love her, so she takes a suicidal dose of medication, oh. falls into a medically induced coma, and the and then there are like twelve chapters of the office just dealing with that. My <laughs> Michael wow. wrestling with. Uh, wrestling with the fact that he still thinks Ryan is a great guy, but you know knows what he did. Mm. <laughs> Jeez, this I is was, heavy, dude. There's a lot I, of I, so, like, I mean, you know, I, I was. Mean, there's a lot of space you could fill in, you right, know, between episodes and whatnot. By far the most disgusting thing I found, though. Oh no! Oh no! Can Logan, we, can we just get the, can we just get Logan? No, no, you ready Logan, for this? Go to bed. <laughs> no, okay. this is the this is the worst. Uh, and Logan, no. I want you to hear this. <laughs> Pam and Brian stories. Oh, oh who's I, yeah. Brian? Yeah, cameraman. He's the, he's the cameraman. The boom operator. Yeah, yeah. Season nine. <laughs> that was the worst. That was the most offensive thing I found. Oh, okay. I, thought, right. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, you, you made it sound like you were going to give us some really who. Terrible You're a Pam details. and Brian story. No one. <laughs> I didn't even want it in the show. Nobody. I wrote OMG, SMDH. You know what fan fiction I would like? I would like to know the story of how Brian went from being a camera operator for public TV mm-hmm. to becoming Brent Hanneman. From Russ, Silicon, Hanneman. Russ Hanneman from Silicon Valley. <laughs> I would like to know that arc. How yeah. did he get as well? He had a big break. Internet radio. That. I would mm-hmm. like to read some fan fiction that is rated F and F for fettuccine. <laughs> fettuccine Alfredo. Michael and his fettuccine Alfredo. That's what I want to read. Yeah. Um. It's funny. It's fun to think about other now fan fiction. I'd want to actually, mm-hmm. you know, like I. You know what? There's a line. Like there's, there's a line you're talking about. Nate's fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> there's a line where Nate was like, "Gum's gotten mintier lately." Have you realized that? <laughs> so yeah. that would be one. Nate and gum. Just a yeah. day. Just a day at Nate's. Nate working. Like his thoughts. <laughs> what's he doing? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like see it all. Uh. Um. I. I just. Was there any threat level midnight? Stuff. I didn't find any threat level midnight, but there's I mean there are so many. So I'm 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 gonna throw at the end here, please, anyone, if you find a particularly good fan fiction story, please share mm-hmm. it with us. We could probably make a new segment out of it. Could you find some, some of these stories? Could you curate some of the best ones and we'll put it up 
yeah, I will send. Socials. I'll send a few that I that I enjoyed. Be great. I did find the the thing that stood out to me is just like the best ones were when people could actually write for the characters. Like Dwight mm-hmm. says something very Dwightish, and Michael says something that he would say. Because a lot of the times it's like they almost just it's some generic love it's story. It's a synopsis. That they just plug yeah. in people's names for. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were occasion. There were the occasions where people, the Robert California Aaron one in particular, they would say what was going on in Robert California's mind, oh. and it was like it was perfectly done. So, um, oh, okay. shout out to that nice. to that writer. I will uh, I will find that one and put it on the on the site. I can't get uh, get internet out here, which I guess is a good segue for us to just do a little update on us and oh, the show. Oh, yeah, we are at a different mm-hmm. place. Um, we are recording from a new location currently. Usually we record this in Alex's uh, kitchen dining room, but we have signed up for a uh, uh, this place where we can rent an Airstream trailer that has a podcast studio inside of mm-hmm. it. Pretty cool. And that's where we're sitting right now. It's and a very curated yeah. space. There's a lot of like little details, like very some so very old timey. Porcelain unicorns and yeah. um photos of uh our podcast I- Ira Glass yeah. and uh other Terry Gross, yeah. Audie Cornish, Bob mm-hmm. Boylan. Mm-hmm. A ton of them yeah. over here. There's a goat yeah. just up there. The lighting's some, very nice. There's yeah. light rain. Mm-hmm. It's very cozy in some here. Some decorative nice. plates. It's a little oasis in this yeah. parking it's lot. Oregon tech in. pennant. <laughs> It's very nostalgic, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but and cozy. But uh, I was oh oh, oh go ahead. Sorry, I, no, that's Sorry. it. I mean, I guess that's a little it. update on us. <laughs> yeah, I no, thought... it's, it's a cool new space for us. I mean, we're trying something different. So uh, I don't know if any of the ambient sound from the outdoors will make it yeah, into this episode. We'll see, but we'll see. You know, this just uh, it's part of you're with us. You're mm-hmm. with us al- along in this journey in our airstream. We we don't have Alex's brother Mike. Uh, coming in, walking coming up in, the stairs. walking around. We don't know if my cat. Gary I mean, he could come by. Yeah. yeah, he could. He could just walk in right now. You could bring Gary here; he'd be terrified. <laughs> We'd hate it. We'd be so kicked out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I was thinking to close the show, we could empty out at least one voicemail because we have a few now stacking up in there. Oh, okay. And I just wanted to play this one, but first, I've Edwin got has something one. To say. That's what she said that I forgot to mention oh, okay. that I wanted right. to yeah, mention. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, I think this one might be my favorite one. Okay. And it comes at the end of Wolf.com, which is in season seven. And uh, he's talking about he's Michael says, you know, you 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 have to play with the cards that you're dealt. Jim is my ace. He's like Dwight is my king. He's like I don't know where Creed came from. Right. <laughs> uh, he says. Uh, Phyllis is my old maid. Toby is Pam's a solid seven. Pam is the uh, or uh, Toby is the instruction card you throw away, right? And he's uh, Oscar, and he says uh, Oscar is my queen. He goes, he goes. That was an easy one. Give me a hard one. That's what Oscar said. <laughs> like just, he, and he's like, yeah, Ryan might be a two, yeah. but you know whatever. But the way that he just kind of buries it in there, like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I just had to bring up that one. Please leave a message. For Andy Bernard. Hi there, this is Patrick calling from Pasadena, California. I uh, was talking to a friend earlier today who is from Scranton, Pennsylvania, and uh, he had a few things that I thought you might want to know. Uh, from last week's episode, first off, there is a Bishop O'Hara High School, so it's not huh. Fisher O'Hara High School. It's nice. Bishop O'Hara, O'Hara High School. Wow. There's also a Bishop Hannon High School. Maybe they meant that. I don't know. Hmm. Um, he also said, said the something actress, interesting the that to I the thought uh, Sean, uh, being in the art department, might find interesting. Apparently, uh, for several years, someone from the office would go to Scranton, Pennsylvania, and rent out a conference room in like the 
the Scranton Marriott or whatever for two days and invite all businesses to bring their swag to that room and drop it off. And they'd sign something saying, you know, like it might be used in the office, it might not. They yeah. got to drop it off and be okay with that. And that's where all the, the uh, like the local props came from to like give it that Scranton flavor. That's so cool. So that's like where the, uh, like the Froggy 101 bumper sticker came from. And mm. there's the two days a year that uh, someone from the office would go to yeah, Scranton yeah. and collect all the local business swag. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, first time listener, long time caller. <laughs> thanks for all you do. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, Pat, thanks, thanks Pat. man. Um, Appreciate it. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, that's that, that makes a lot of sense. I'm surprised do? that well, that be that's a show with enough money to send like actually yeah. put someone on a plane to mm-hmm. just go collect merchandise. Right but, in a conference room. <laughs> but that is really cool because I mean we've already done some research about the show and found some things that are real, really small details where mm-hmm. it's like they could have just as easily made something up. But it's like you know they are always referencing actual landmarks, actual restaurants and stuff grocery like that. So, stores yeah right so it's like it makes sense that there was actually some person-to-person interaction where people were you know getting together signing a contract being like oh you know tell us about your pizza place oh cool well maybe we'll write that into the show sometime who knows mm-hmm. um and then just kind of having that list of businesses and stuff like that to hand off to the writers to be like hey we're legally allowed to use yeah all this oh, stuff now okay. um because uh, you could just as easily make it up, but if you had the money and the time and the mm-hmm. lawyer power, you could you could you could do it for real. So that's really cool that they did that. I didn't know that. I wanted to say, just go go out, out listening out there. Go watch Booze Cruise. Go to the scene when they're all talking at the cool table, the cool kids table. And Amy Adams put the captions on. <laughs> put the captions on, and and I I spent I watched how she said it. Her mouth. She says, Fisher Bohera. So, <laughs> so I always thought no, Bishop so Bohera. Amy Adams wasn't it's, getting the line right. It's like, <laughs> whatever, the writer, they just didn't care. She, yeah. They just, whatever, here's the high school. Yeah. And they didn't really do the, the research. The guy from Scranton was calling the writers, being like, oh, yeah, there's a school here Bishop called O'Hara. Bishop O'Hara. <laughs> they wrote down okay, Bishop Fisher Bohera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, thanks, Pat. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Pat. And, and by the way, that reminds me, too. I, I Pat gave me something because he's a friend of ours. Gave me something, oh, and I'm, I apologize that uh, <laughs> people are going to think he was just a listener. Of ours. <laughs> why are, yeah, why are you so afraid? All for of our listeners Patrick are... to be our yeah friend of the pod, friend yeah. of uh, friend Logan, of the pod, friend again. of the people. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Pat, uh, you know, I haven't forgotten about that, buddy. I'll, 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 we'll be, I'll be bringing it up soon. Don't you worry. You <laughs> <laughs> did not even going to say it. No, you just text him. Uh, I can't say it. This is the most inefficient way to communicate to somebody. This uh, is just like the fan fiction thing where I thought you were going to give us a long reading and you're like and you're like Brian and Pam. <laughs> you're like it is no, so terrible. That... I can barely even say it, but I, I want believe... you all to hear it. I want you all to know it, and I want you to have this burn into your brain. Brian and Pam. Yeah. That's <laughs> disgusting. Sure is. I can't believe you didn't gag. What about right Brian about. and Meredith? Hey boom guy, when you get a boom me. Yeah. I'm gonna be uh, honestly, I looked, I was looking at the list of characters that you could pick from and it said Brian and I was like who the hell is Brian Sean and and then I clicked it and realized right away what I had done and it was burned into my brain to be fair Brian could also be code for what Nate thinks Ryan's name is Mm-hmm. And only knowing you a short time, Brian, <laughs> yeah. I would have to go with Robbie. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I was like, is right. this going to be a Nate and Brian? Or it could be, it could <laughs> be Brian Baumgartner, like some real life fan fiction. Mm-hmm. The actor who plays Kevin. Anyway, hey, if someone 
wants to be cool like Pat and Logan and call in. How did they yes. do that, Sean? They should call our phone number, 503-694-9314. Give us a call and leave us a message, a question, a comment. Uh, we love to play them on the show and discuss them. Uh, you, you can. You don't have to leave a you voicemail. You don't have to leave a voicemail. If you're shy, you can hit us up on email. We're Michael MS Podcast Company yeah. at gmail dot com. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Michael Scott Podcast Company, and we're on Twitter at Michael Scott Pod. Um, special shout out to Ryan Lloyd who is running our social media accounts and helping us with that, helping us get the memes out. She also did all the artwork that you see, all our illustrated artwork. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and join us next week. We get together and talk about our favorite show. Quick thing too, if uh, I, we do have some questions that have come in through different platforms, yes. and you know we we have a bunch. So just know them. that every now and then we'll do a listener question episode, yeah. and, and answer those. So we're not ignoring you. So mm-hmm. please keep yeah. sending. If you send in an alternate casting, we'll, we'll read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. And well, we got us. you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, send us yeah. your favorite fan fiction or your own fan fiction. Daddy's here for you, <laughs> my widow angels. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, y'all. <laughs> Pippity Poppy, give me the salad. Yes, sir. But can you blame me? No. Because that's what she said. That's what she said. She told me we'd see forever. That's what she said. Oh, Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.